0: She wondered what kind of flowers it would be this time. It had been sunflowers when he got to law school. What was that, eight years ago? She could still recall the proud look on his face as he marched into their tiny living room, arms so full of sunflowers that he nearly knocked over their television and announced, Good news, sunshine. I'm going to law school. She had thought he was joking. He had never mentioned wanting to be a lawyer before, and she had no idea that he had taken the LSAT the previous fall. So she had sat there dumbly, expectantly, with the same agreeable smile on her face that people have when they're waiting to be explained a joke they don't understand. only he wasn't joking. The truth came pouring out of him in a passion she had yet to see from her normally to be her husband of two years. That he hated his sales job. That he wanted to do something important with his life. That he was unhappy. Looking back on it, she wished she had put up more of a fight. After all, they had been doing pretty well for a young married couple. Better than her friends, anyway. And certainly better than her flighty sister. They had good jobs, the requisite starter home and all the middle-class dreams that come with it. But it's hard to say no to the man you love. It's even harder when that man says he's unhappy. So instead of raising objections, perhaps speaking of her happiness, or questioning the financial impact of this decision, she simply tended to her flowers and listened to him outline their future. More flowers, always yellow for some reason, followed over the next three years. There were tulips when he made a law journal, roses when he placed in a moot court competition, and irises when he got a summer clerkship. That was the one she liked the most not because of the irises. She thought irises looked like pieces of wilted lettuce, but because a suburb clerkship might lead to a job. But it hadn't. That was back in 2010, when the economy had gone to hell, and they were just thankful she still had a job teaching third graders. There had been some hope that he might find a position after passing the bar, Yellow Dollies on that occasion. But he, like many others in the class of 2011, was simply out of luck. There had been no flowers, let alone much of anything else, the past five years. While he had been fortunate to eventually get his old job back, now had $140,000 in student loans to deal with. That meant no upgrade from the starter home, no new cars, no vacations, unless you count driving down Austin or San Antonio, and no children. It was like the moment he announced he was going to law school, they had pushed a pause button on their lives. Only it was a pause button that did nothing to stop Father Time. Her husband now had small flecks of as sideburns, and when she looked in the mirror, she no longer saw the girl of her youth, still pretty but fading fast. While the past five years had not been kind to them, were slowly pulling themselves out from under her husband who had long held the rank of junior salesman had received two promotions in the past year and was now making eighty thousand dollars with that due to his income coupled with what she brought home from her teaching job they had been able to get his student loans under six figures things had been going so well recently there was even talk of trying to start a family in the fall she kept thinking that their rising fortunes would cause him to give up his dream of being a lawyer that it would just be something they swept under the rug and tried to forget but her husband god bless him refused to give up. Every month for the past five years, he had scoured legal publications and job sites, sitting in his resume anywhere in the Metroplex that was hiring. He paid his bar dues, attended CLEs, and went to networking functions. He told everyone who had listened that he was a licensed attorney looking for a job, ignoring the fact that this might reflect poorly on him. Only on one drunken occasion did he appear to give up. He called himself a loser, called his law school a third-tier toilet, and told her how embarrassed he was that he'd let her down. The next day, however, he was back at it, sending off a new batch of cover letters. His perseverance paid off. Three weeks ago, a small personal injury firm called him about a job. He'd gone on two interviews, said they went well. So naturally, she started thinking about flowers again. He was supposed to find out today whether he would receive an offer. As she packed his lunch, for what he undoubtedly hoped would be his last day selling medical supplies, she tried to have a conversation with him about whether the lawyer job would be in the best interest of their family. In short... She tried to do better than she had done eight years ago. Is there any way you can get them to come up from $60,000, she asked, as she pulled the ham and cheese out of the refrigerator? He frowned. That's what the position pays. I already told them I was good with it. But it's 20000 less than what you make now. Can't you negotiate? Isn't that what you lawyers do? His frown deepened. I'm not going to jeopardize my chances by trying to squeeze a little more out of them. I've waited too long for this. What about how long I've waited? She thought to herself. But instead of voicing her frustration, she calmly walked over to the pantry and got out the bread for a sandwich. She took a deep breath as she started assembling it and continued the conversation. I just don't know how we're going to manage everything, that's all. Things have been going so well for us recently. I don't see how we can afford to take a pay cut. We may just have to sacrifice a little more. He started to say something else but hesitated. Then he softly added, maybe we should wait on things a bit. She was worried by what he meant by that, but said nothing not wanting to broach the issue she feared. He continued, and we'll just have to think of a few ways to make some extra income. Perhaps we could sell some things on eBay. Maybe you could teach summer school. Look around us, we have nothing to sell, she said, as she gestured her hands around her outdated kitchen. And summer school's already started, I can't sign up to teach it now. He nodded. Well, maybe you could teach it next summer then. We're supposed to have a baby next summer, remember? was the plan anyway? Start trying the fall so that I can have the baby when school's out. you remember really the plan, don't you? He looked at his shoes. Maybe we should change the plan. Wait another year. There it was. What she feared ever since she heard about the potential job and the starting salary, out in the open. I've waited long enough, she said. Don't tell me about waiting, He snapped. I've waited eight years to be a lawyer. Worked my tail off in law school, worked my tail off ever since. If anyone has waited, it's me. She was too upset to respond, so she hastily shoved the sandwich into a zip-closed bag and pushed it toward him. He noticed there was a large indention in the bread. It looked like she had shoved her thumb right into it, but he chose to say nothing about it. Tears flowed down her cheeks. He walked over to her, put his arms around her back, and slowly kissed the tears as it came rolling down. Do you want me to say no if they offer her to me? She looked into his brown eyes, eyes that she had loved for a long time, and didn't know how she could let him down. She thought about all that he had been through. He was right in some respects. He had worked hard during law school, and even harder in the years that followed. Didn't he deserve this? Couldn't she put off having a baby one more year? More than anything, she thought about how if she told him not to take the job, it would be something that would stand between them forever. No matter how great their lives turned out, no matter what degree of happiness they shared, part of him would always wonder, what if? She refused to be the cause of his what ifs. Of course you should take the job, she said. If they offer it to you, take it. Are you sure? She nodded quickly for fear that she would change her mind. Yes, I want you to take it. She watched his car pull out of the driveway and wished it wasn't summer. Wish that she didn't have to spend all day waiting on her future to announce itself. She tried to distract her thoughts by watching The Bachelor, her favorite guilty pleasure show, but instead of enjoying it, she found herself growing frustrated with the stupidity of it. What had once seemed exciting and fun, now seemed fake and moving. I've got to do something to keep myself busy, she thought to herself. Something productive. Otherwise, I'll go insane from the waiting. So she grabbed a dust cloth, and marched around her bedroom, dusting everything inside she picked up a picture frame that contained a photo of her college roommate had sent her last year. It showed her roommate, a good 50 pounds heavier than her college days, the roommate's bald husband and the two young boys. They looked immensely happy. How she envied her roommate. She then picked up a picture of her niece making her famous ferocious face for the camera. It always made her laugh. Even now, a smile escaped her lips. But the smile turned as she wondered how her head and the class sister, her younger sister, had been able to produce something so perfect. As she put the picture back in her dresser, she silently cursed herself for letting his pride take precedence over her happiness. She reached into the bottom left drawer of the dresser, who was supposed to house her old t shirts, and pulled out a large shoe box. Inside her baby clothes she had been secretly buying ever since they discussed trying to start a family. She pulled the pieces out of the box one by one, giving each her full attention. The last one, a blue onesie with a line on it that read Brave Like Daddy, she pressed to her heart. Flowers make a poor consolation. Hours later she heard it, the faint sound of his trusty Toyota pulling into the driveway. She rushed over to the door. As she neared it, she noticed that her heart seemed to be beating out of her chest. People have so few truly life altering moments, and she knew this was one of them. She paused for a second to enjoy one last moment of the present, and then peered into the peephole to glimpse her future. Her eye was met with bright yellow, as if she was peering into the soul of the jubilant sun. Chrysanthemums, by the look of it. She exhaled slowly. Tried her best to put on a change smile and opened the door. Good news, Sunshine.